2: So i pre-record on my count, seven,
0: six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to, to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right. Rainy afternoon here in Hattiesburg, all across South Mississippi. Hope you're staying safe and dry and warm on this Thursday afternoon. Welcome to the Super Talk Eagle Hour, Bob Getty broadcasting from the Southern Bank Corp. studio right here in soggy, heavily rained, Oak Grove, Mississippi. It's been raining here all morning. I'm pretty sure probably the same thing wherever you're listening, but we're glad you're with us. We're indoors, and we're going to talk Southern Miss sports for the next hour, the opening segment of our show, as it is every day. Well, it's sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue Pit. This would be a great night to go get some hot, delicious barbecue with your family at Dickie's. They're open seven days a week right here in Hattiesburg. Uh, You know, we just thank the world of Justin Harris and all the gang at Dickie's, and we think it's a great place to cater your next event. Uh, baseball just now less than a month away. In fact, Media Day underway right now. Uh, so maybe plan a, a catering from Dickies for the first weekend of Southern Miss Baseball. We're shorthanded here this week, or we would be at Media Day, as you probably know. Kelly's out sick, and uh, Luke is unavailable to help us. So uh, we are, we're we're going to rely on some other people to tell us what happened, and we'll get all that information to you to, tomorrow or maybe later today. In fact, uh, Carly Malden will be on the Eagle Hour tomorrow, so she'll have an update on how things are progressing uh, with baseball that we suspect very well. Hey, I want to remind you, first of all, this afternoon, about the official auto dealer of the Eagle Hour. It is Genesis of Hattiesburg. Genesis sedans and SUVs are just the finest luxury vehicles on the road today and coming soon, the all-new Genesis showroom, Highway 98 West in Hattiesburg. All right, a little later in the show, we're going to have Connor McNellis on the show. That, of course, is one of the new coaches on the women's team and the son of Joy Lee McNellis. They're in Troy right now. They're going to be having a shoot-around as we speak right now, but uh, Connor's going to step aside and uh, get us ready for the game tonight. But first, big news for basketball. Last night, the Golden Eagles looked really, really good against a rather weak Coastal Carolina team, but nevertheless, the Golden Eagles played very, very well. Donovan Ivory scored 28 points as USM uh, cruise to a 79-63 road win over Coastal Carolina, and any road win in college basketball is a big win. The Golden Eagles improved to 12-8, 6-2 in the Sun Belt, and looking pretty good right now uh, in conference, as we'll talk about here in just a minute. But Ivory was the story last night. He tied his career best with three-pointers. He made six three-pointers, five in the first half, his 19 first-half points, Helped the Golden Eagles take a commanding 44-26 lead at the break after the Golden Eagles started the game shooting 54% from the floor over the first eight minutes. But Coastal Carolina came back after halftime, scored the first 14 points of the second half, knocked an 18-point deficit down to four. I was getting a little nervous, I won't lie. But Ivory stepped up again, hit another three-pointer. The Chanticleers kept fighting. Uh, The final tip came on a, a dunk that made it 53-48 with 10 minutes left in the game. So they were still in the contest. Uh, but Kobe Montgomery drained a, a triple at that point. That started an 8-0 run for the Golden Eagles, and that effectively put the game out of reach. Another big night for uh, another player, I should say, Jeffrey Armstrong. And if you don't know anything about Jeffrey Armstrong, he's about as high character a kid as you will ever run across in your life. Uh, military background and his family, and, and you can tell it when you're around Jeffrey. He drained back-to-back three-pointers uh, after Montgomery last night, and the redshirt Junior scored a career-high 10 points. Good for him. Armstrong's second three gave Southern Miss a 13-point advantage with six minutes to play. And uh, also a big, uh, a big player in the game last night and a growing player on the team is Colby Montgomery. He delivered the final dagger with a pair of three-pointers, uh, the final one making it a 15-point game as the clock ticked below two minutes. Uh, so another good night for him. And Austin Crowley, give him some credit. He's not scoring. He's not playing very well offensively. But, boy, he really helped the team last night. Seven assists and seven points. And, and Crowley made some tremendous assists and uh, really would have made more. Some of the shots uh, weren't completed. But he is a team player. He's shown that and, uh, and really good for him. Mo Arnold also had a big night. Nine points, seven assists, six rebounds for a guard. Nine points, seven assists, six rebounds for Mo Arnold. And Tegra Ize came off the bench and added six points and six rebounds. He seems to be improving daily. The Golden Eagles made a season-high 13 three-pointers on 29 attempts. It sure was fun uh, watching that last night, and that sure was a, a solid road win for the Golden Eagles. They're on their way as we speak. They'll be playing uh, at Marshall tomorrow, Uh let's say Southern Miss will head to Marshall on Thursday. I'm sorry. And they'll meet the thundering herd on Saturday afternoon. So check that. That'll be a three o'clock central standard time game on ESPN plus the golden Eagles against Marshall. USM scored at least 44 points in the first half for the fourth time this season. And again, Donovan Ivory was the star of the night knocking down five three pointers in the first half and tying his career high with six three pointers and kudos to Jeffrey Armstrong And I thank Austin Crowley, who uh, both played very, very well last night. So, where does that leave things in conference uh, standings? Well, App State is the number one basketball team in the league right now. They are 15 and four. They've won four straight games, have a conference record of six and one. James Madison, 18 and two, they have a conference record of six and two, and they've won three straight. The Golden Eagles, with three straight wins, are now six and two. They are tied for second place in the league. They're 12-8 overall, just one game behind Appalachian State or the Golden Eagles after a rough start. The Eagles uh, really seem to be getting in stride. Troy, 12-8, 6-2 on the season. Marshall, the upcoming opponent, well, they're 10-11 on the year. They did win uh, yesterday, and uh, they are 5-3 in the league. Rounding it out, Louisiana, Arkansas State, Georgia Southern, Georgia State, South Alabama, Coastal, which is uh, five and fourteen and two and six after the game last night, Louisiana Monroe, Texas State, and uh, at the bottom of the standings, Old Dominion. But you gotta like the way the Golden Eagles are playing, as uh, again uh, they win last night, get to within one game of the league standings. Now we're gonna be talking women's basketball here in just a couple of minutes, but let's run down those uh, standings real quickly. Marshall leads uh, on the women's side, fourteen and five overall. Eight and zero in conference play. Troy nine and eight. That's where the Golden Eagles are, the Lady Eagles right now. Six and one in the league. James Madison in third, fourteen and six, six and two. Monroe thirteen and five, five and two. And Georgia State is eleven and seven, five and three. They've they've been a victim of the Lady Eagles. Lady Eagles a little down in the standings. They're nine and eight overall. They've got one game a one game winning streak. I'm sorry, a one-game losing streak. They lost uh, this past weekend, and they are two and five in league play. So the Lady Eagles nine and eight, two and five in league play. Uh, you know, five games out of first place. So it doesn't appear that uh, that they will win or, or challenge to win the regular season. However, what you want to do, obviously, is you want to get to play a really good in February, get in your stride, and uh, hit the tournament come March. But a big night uh, for the men. Again, to recap, uh, the men beat uh, the men beat uh, Coastal Carolina last night pretty handedly and are now on their way to play Marshall, which I'm pretty sure is not an easy place to get to. But a good night uh, for men's basketball. Tonight, Lady Eagles taking on Troy. Let's see what time that game is uh, set to take place. You can watch it on ESPN+. Plus. Of course, uh, our friend Barry McKnight will be doing the uh, pay, play-by-play And uh, that'll be a 6 p.m. tip-off tonight against the Troy Trojans. And uh, we'll be talking to Connor McNellis here in just a few minutes about preparations for that game tonight. You know, Town & Country Cleaners is Hattiesburg's trusted dry cleaners. They've been family-owned and operated. They've been in the same location since 1983. They offer services like steam pressing, shirt laundry, bulky bedding, minor alterations, and, of course, dry cleaning. You can visit Town & Country Cleaners at their convenient location across from USM on Hardy Street, or you can call them at 601-264-4920. Connor McNellis still to come on uh, this edition of the Eagle Hour. Kelly Santer will be joining us a little later in the show. Tomorrow, going to be some NFL chatter on the Eagle Hour tomorrow. We'll have Patrick McGee. It's championship weekend coming up. And then at the uh, second half of uh, tomorrow's show, we're going to have uh, Carly Malden who is uh, the newest addition of the Southern Miss baseball staff. She's going to be here talking about, uh, talking about the upcoming baseball banquet, the importance of the dugout club, how you can become a member of the dugout club, and how you can help the Golden Eagles continue uh, as they march up the ladder. Certainly one of the top 20 baseball programs in the country. And uh, they can use your help. The dugout club always looking for new members, and uh, you get a lot of goodies. When you join the dugout club. So, uh, Carly will be here tomorrow to talk to us about that. Coming up, Connor McNellis, uh, the Lady Eagles are in a shoot around right now at Troy University. He's going to break away from practice. Join us on the other side of this short break. Stay with us, Super Talk Eagle Hour on the air. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Hey, we're glad you're with us this afternoon. Welcome to the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Remember, you can hear our show on a podcast form anytime you like on Apple, Audible, Spotify, Stitcher, tune in, or you can simply tell Alexa to play the Super Talk Eagle Hour, and we appreciate it. However, you join us. This segment of the show is sponsored by Campus Bookmart and campusbookmart.net on Hardy Street. Great place to buy all of your Southern Miss apparel. And, of course, a wonderful lady and Miss Kathleen. We hope that the next time you're in there, you'll tell her that her, her good buddies on the Eagle Hour. said hello. All right, we just talked about men's basketball. Let's uh, turn our attention to the Lady Eagles. They are in Troy, Alabama. In fact, uh, we've got uh, Connor McNellis on the phone with us. In fact, you guys are just now getting off the bus, right, Coach? And uh, – heading in to do a shoot-around?
1: Oh, we actually just got done with shoot-around. We're just getting back to the hotel.
0: Okay, so I've got it reversed. But you got in your shoot-around, correct?
1: Yes, yes, sir, we did. Okay,
0: look, we appreciate you being on the show. I think it may be the first time that uh, we've had you on, but, uh, you know, we're glad to have you back here in Hattiesburg. And I, before we get started with basketball, let's talk about the opportunity for you to coach with your mom. This must be a pretty special time for you.
1: Oh, absolutely! You know, under the circumstances, you know, it, it felt right and it seemed right, and it and it's been kind of a blessing ever since I've been back to kind of be around her and stuff like that as she is going through this time.
0: You know, Connor, and 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 in talking to various kids on the team, they're they're motivated uh, by your mom because what what these girls have told me is she never quits. You know, she never stops. Therefore, we can't. You know, we can't we can't take a day off when coach is not taking a day off, but. My guess is you've seen that example from her your entire life.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Even on weekends, it was work, work, work. We we never stopped working at our house, you know. We used to joke and say, you know, we, we really couldn't sit down for a minute on the weekends whenever Mom's home. We usually had some kind of chores or we were always doing something.
0: <laughs> she, she, she doesn't stop much, and, and she's not going to change. Is that fair to say?
1: Oh, absolutely. No, yeah.
0: sir. Well, look, we really appreciate you being on. Uh, you go going to this game with Troy tonight. Both teams are nine and eight, but Troy may be a little misleading at nine and eight. They were zero and six to start the year, and they've won nine of their last eleven games, including six straight. So uh, they're playing pretty well. You got your hands full tonight.
1: Yeah, so they're definitely getting in a rhythm. Uh, early on, they had some players that were hurt and stuff like that, and they were still trying to find that old Troy that they've been used to in the past and. You know, as they got into conference, I guess they used that. They had a difficult schedule um, in non-conference, and I guess that kind of helped them get ready for conference. And you know, they started getting rolling here as of lately.
0: It uh, it looks like the the Troy's pretty aggressive basketball team too, about crashing the boards. Uh, I think they're doing really well in uh, offensive rebounds. Uh, Let's see here they're they're averaging seventy eight point four points a game. That's twenty eighth nationally in scoring. Uh, but they really crashed the boards, and and uh, w- w- what is the key to beating them? What do you what do you think the Lady Eagles have to do tonight, Connor? Well,
1: like they th- like they did last year, they really did a really they out rebounded them last t- year when they won the f- two games last year against Troy, and, and that's got to be the same kind of mindset coming into this one. They're going to take a lot of jump shots, they're, they're you know, and, and they're going to miss a lot of them, but they rely on that second opportunity and third opportunity uh, to get as many extra points as they can and their defense as well. They they trap around half court a lot and you know that they, they really try to turn you over and run and gun.
0: Yeah, they're 13th in the nation uh in average uh, re- rebounds per game. Uh so yes, uh you really have to box out. That that's going to be a big key, correct?
1: Yes sir, absolutely. We got to ID and we got to really be physical in our box outs.
0: You know, Southern misses never lost Troy. I didn't know this until yesterday. 5 and 0 oh, going back to 1982. Is that totally insignificant, uh, Connor?
1: <laughs> try not to think about those kind of things. You know, just try to take it one day at a time. Uh, that's a definitely interesting fact, but we make sure we don't tell the players that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, so you don't want them to know about that. All right, let's talk about our team. Uh, right now, what do you like about the way the team let's, – let's be positive first. What do you like, Connor McNellis, about the way the Lady Eagles are playing?
1: You know, even through all this adversity, you know, they they definitely find times. You know, Dominique Davis has kind of been a little up and down uh, with her energy and stuff like that. But, you know, this past week in practice, she's been a big, big spark for them in practice. So seeing that kind of energy from her um, through some of the difficult times that you could tell she's been through and stuff like that. uh, And Malia's still playing, like Malia's been playing since Coastal and Old Dominion. And, you know, seeing those two players really... You know doing well and then you know Jacoria Bracy's picked it up a little bit here down the stretch and rebounding a lot for us and you know having some of our role players like even mahogany and Asia League giving us a couple good minutes in that one game and I think they were our first four or six points uh, when we struggled that last game against uh, Monroe, so seeing little pieces from other people as well as our really good players having a good week of practices it, it feels good, it's positive.
0: Talk about Malia Grayson just a minute. Uh, she has really been playing well, rebounding, shooting, uh, just in, in every aspect. Uh, this is this is the Malia Grayson that that everybody expects, and and we've really seen her come to the floor here in the last few games.
1: Yes, sir. Uh, when they came back from Christmas break, you, you could tell there was a different kind of determination and things that she did. Her movements, the way she talked. It was more determined and, and you know, it, it it was a totally different kind of Malia Grayson than we're used to seeing sometimes kind of shy and quiet. No, she was aggressive in practice, she was calling for balls, she was talking, you know, she was definitely very, very determined uh, on a lot of things she was doing and, and not just playing basketball, being on the vocal side of things. And it's just been a totally different, you know, person.
0: How important is she to the success of the team, Connor?
1: Oh, she she's a big part of a success. She she's the one that's got to own the paint for us on rebounds and scoring and, and defense. Mm-hmm. You know, she she is the one down there who who could be a complete monster if she keeps her mindset the way it's been
0: recently. All right, and then there's Dominique Davis, and we've talked a lot about Dominique Davis, but uh, she's going to go down really as not a great player now, but she's going to go down as one of the great Lady Eagles of all time. Is is that fair to say?
1: Oh yeah, she definitely has that opportunity to, you know, finish out her legacy this last part of this conference stretch we have. Uh, she, she definitely has the ability and stuff like the only person that could stop Dom is Dom. Yeah.
0: All right. Talk about the Sun Belt. You guys are what maybe sixty, sixty five, seventy percent uh, through the through the season right now. Not exactly sure about the percentage, but. What have you seen uh, out of the league this year that maybe is different from what you've seen in the past? Your overall observation of uh, women's basketball this year in the Sun Belt Conference.
1: You know, anybody can win any night. Uh, You know, there's not really as much of a top heavy as you saw. Marshall has been playing very dominant and they took down James Madison yesterday after being down 14 early and ended up winning almost by double digits. And they were up big late in that game. So, just seeing like the Monroes and some of those teams that have really stepped up this year has kind of given a balance of power. You know, Texas State struggling a little bit, and they won the league, you know, last year and went and played against James Madison. And, you know, got runner up. So I mean, seeing things like that, where balance of powers have kind of been, you know, very, very more balanced. So anybody can win any night. That's what makes it really exciting.
0: Yeah. So uh, tonight, the game plan tonight is what Connor
1: got to rebound got to rebound and limit them to one shots and one shot and try to control the pace of the game.
0: Yeah. Uh a couple minutes left uh it had to be a little unusual for you uh this past weekend against Monroe. What what were you feeling on the floor?
1: Uh not too much. Uh you know, it, it was you know, it it was a little different, you know, just you know, competing against some of her former players and stuff like that, but you know, you know we're we're happy for Missy. She's done a really good job there, and you know, brought in some good players. It's just it's a different type of team.
0: Yeah, I want to talk about you for just a minute. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of people make sacrifices for people they love, but not a lot of people give up their job to come home and and to help out at home and and to uh, help a parent uh, that could use your help right now. It says a lot about your character, without question. What has this all been like for you, Connor?
1: You know, there's been days where I've thought about it. You know, like right now I'm working at Academy and then I'm volunteering with her. Like, you know, you think about those days you could be coaching college basketball, you know, and not having to, you know, work at Academy and then try to make practices. Like I drove in last night and then I actually got to drive back tonight after the game to work tomorrow. And then I'll drive down to Mobile. Actually, I'll go recruiting tomorrow night. And then after recruiting, go to Mobile. So, you know, it it is a little different and I'm, I'm lucky to still be able to have my you know foot in the door with it as far as being able to do things but you know my mom's getting closer and closer to the end of her career and you never know uh within the next couple years and and i'd like to be here for that you know and you know with all the stuff that's been going on with her and her family it, it it's good to you know just be an extra person she could see she could see her son today you know it's not like you know wondering you know how is he doing and stuff like that just that personal touch and being there with her and stuff like that's always good
0: so you you gave up a division one college coaching job to come home help your mom volunteer and then work a part-time job on the side is that what I just heard
1: yes sir well
0: that says more about you than anything I could say Connor McNellis. and we're glad you're here and I know I know coaches glad you're here and uh, and god bless you for what you're doing to help your help your mom through this we
1: appreciate that Bob all
0: right Connor McNellis, everybody in Troy Alabama Connor the uh volunteer coach and what what a hell of a story is that Connor McNellis uh, Lady Eagles tonight taking on Troy good luck to those young women great great kids and uh, you get around them a little bit you get attached to them I'm not going to lie I'll be watching them tonight and pulling for them every minute of the game we'll be right back Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. This would be a great day for a Mobe Beignet. They're at 2902 on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. You can check out their Facebook page or go to Mobe Beignet Company, CO, Hattiesburg.com. The best thing to do, though, would be what Kelly and I like to do. We just like to go down there and eat beignets. And uh, as those of you that know us, uh, Kelly and I can eat with the best of them. Isn't that right, center.
2: And I have learned Bob to not wear black when when, when you go to <laughs> when, you're,
0: when you're eating. Beignets, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: you get that that uh, powdered sugar all over you, and you just look yeah. a fright. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Hey, I want to thank Four Street Bar and Grill for uh, that uh, segment that we just did uh, with Connor McNellis. What what an impressive young person! This segment uh, is sponsored uh, by Four Street. I guess is what I should say. Four Street Bar and Grill sponsoring this segment of the show. And uh, we appreciate all that they do for the show, and we appreciate all they do, of course, for Southern Miss. It's just a great place to go hang out, get some good food and uh, a cold beer, and uh, enjoy time with your friends. All right, Kelly Sander on the show. And, uh, Kelly, we'll go back uh, to the first segment. That was that basketball game last night. Uh, You made a really good point to me off air. You know, the Golden Eagles right now, they're technically tied for second with James Madison, but they have the tiebreaker over James Madison uh, since they've beaten them. Uh, the only team in front of uh, front of them at this point is App State, which they do not play. Uh, but the, the, the remainder of the schedule, and I, I'm almost afraid to say this, Kelly. I don't want to jinx anything. But the remainder of the schedule looks favorable for the Eagles to make another challenge for the regular season championship. Did I just say that? Yeah,
2: yeah no, that, that's that, it is true. Uh, this this road game coming up with uh, Marshall this weekend. Of course, Marshall defeated Georgia State last night, seventy-seven to sixty-eight. So this is going to be a formidable challenge on the road Saturday. But once you get they get past uh, this road game, then you know you've got a few other road games that are on the schedule. But of the remaining home games, a lot of these teams are, have not proven to be you know, the strongest teams in the league. I mean, you do have a, another game with Louisiana Monroe, but that one is going to be in Hattiesburg. Uh, you've already beaten Monroe there. you got to play Arkansas state on the road. Uh, but they've beaten Arkansas state here. You haven't played Louisiana at all. Now that that's just because of the rivalry is going to be good, but you know, no app state they've all, they're done with Troy. Uh, they've, you know, split with Troy. Uh, and, they defeated James Madison earlier in the year, so the the tougher teams in the standings so far are already by the wayside on the schedule. So, indeed, both on the road and at home. And remember, the month of February is really home-heavy for the Eagles. They have been on the road a lot this year. Um, so, February looks really good, and then the tournament is the first week in March. So, right. the, the schedule does look good for the Eagles going forward.
0: And you get Victor Hart coming back, I would think, soon. Uh, that's a big part of your scoring offense. And so they've been playing really well the last few games without one of their leading scorers on the team. So uh, you got to be optimistic. And I'm going to throw out a name there to you that, well, has been spoken of in, in not flattering ways in parts of the year by the fan base and hasn't been as big a role as we would have thought. But I think Tegra a continues to improve – I thought he played pretty well last night. And if he continues to improve with his big 275 pound, seven foot body, he can be a force down the stretch here for the Golden Eagles, Kelly.
2: Six points last night, six rebounds, which the rebounding part is, is always big. Uh, I agree with you, Bob. That hand that was injured, you know, it slowly, you know, he's been in the lineup and really not at 100% with that hand. But as each day goes by, uh, that hand is getting stronger, and that does add an element, um, you know, to the to the Southern Miss. Just the overall output. When you look at this Southern Miss team, it seems like every time you look up, I think last time we talked about a game, it was the two victors, you know, that that had great games. Well, last night, now, you know, Donovan Ivory, uh, the young man from that that came to Southern Miss from Wisconsin Green Bay in his second year here, obviously, and I know you guys talked about this, had had a great game and. And Jeff Armstrong, who if this country's uh, logo or symbol wasn't the golden eagle or the bald eagle or whatever, it should be Jeff Armstrong. No, of course, because that kid is about as all American as it gets. And for him to come off the bench and and, and hit a couple of big three pointers and hit double digits for a career high, I, and that's that's really what it takes for any team. You got to have a little bit of luck on your side, uh, unless you're the Kansas City Chiefs. But if you if uh, <laughs> you have a little bit of luck on your side and have guys that are willing to spread the ball around and let guys have their moment in the sun so to speak that's what this eagle team has been so far and and i think you you've mentioned this before that you know going going into the season um, you know the preseason uh, the preseason sunbelt uh player of the year you know who who hasn't hasn't had a a great year numbers wise but He's been um, you know, passing the ball around, and, and that's part of what it's all been about.
0: Yeah, seven assists last night. I thought Crowley, he only scored seven points, but I thought he was really good last night, and uh, I, I think he, he made a, a really big contribution. One more thing about Jeffrey Armstrong. If you have not met Jeffrey Armstrong and you have a son and your son grows up to be like Jeffrey Armstrong, you will have had a successful parenthood is that not fair to say kelly he's he's just he's just an incredible kid too, too almost too
2: good to be true i mean the kid's got you know a great head on his shoulders smart in the classroom uh very dedicated to playing basketball understands his role has no problem with his role and his parents have done a really good job you know with that one and it's all by i think any parent will tell you it's all by the grace of god that your kids turn out you know somewhat functional but um I salute his parents uh, for that. He's he is really some kind of kid, and and when you when you have a game like he had last night, um, that's when you really are especially proud because if there's ever a guy that deserves it, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. that's a guy that certainly does.
0: There's just no question about it. Now, a kid that you and I've talked up since the start of the year when we first met him, Kobe Montgomery. He's a yeah. player, Kelly.
2: Yeah, well, he loves that. I mean. And the thing that I'm afraid about with Kobe Montgomery is that other teams, when they go over film or however they scout these teams, they're going to know that he loves that deep baseline jumper. Uh, it's his favorite shot. That's, I mean, he practices it more than anything else. Those are the ones that he normally drains his threes. But if other teams, I hope none of the other teams are listening to this, that hear that that's his favorite shot. But if they ever learn to take that away from him, you know, uh, that'll be – advantageous to them and dis- disadvantageous to the Eagles. But as each game that he plays, too, you can just see the sense of confidence growing. And you remember at the beginning of the year, the guys kept talking about chemistry. Bob, you know, when, when, we, yeah. when we get this thing together, man, we're going to be pretty good. Well, I think they're proving that they are pretty good. Right. Um, I mean, 6-2 and two in the league. Uh, and, and, again, the schedule favors them the rest of the way. So I would be, I would be shocked, barring injuries or something we just can't predict. I would just be shocked if this team doesn't finish any worse than, you know, going into the season, they were projected to finish fourth in the league. But I think the way that things shake out, they could indeed make a run for the top spot again.
0: I don't think there's any question. They're one game out, you know, so you got to obviously keep one game at a time in front of you. Play with consistency. You know, don't have any more bad upsets like a couple that we've had this year. Just be consistent. Don't don't try to be spectacular. Just be fundamentally sound and consistent, and try to play your way through the remainder of the schedule. And who knows, Kelly? I mean, they have as good a shot right now as anybody. And I was, I was a little bit
2: worried. Full disclosure, I was a little bit worried when the Eagles built that lead, you know, going into the locker room. And actually, the first half they just dominated the first half. But when Coastal started chipping away, you know, and, <laughs> and got down like I'm going, oh guys, do not, do not let this one slip away. Uh, and they didn't. And they did no. That's a good sign too yeah, so. that they you know, held their composure. And the sad thing about the schedule is they don't get to play coastal because any team. Or, I mean, um, App State, yeah. Because any team will say, "Look, we want to do our own dirty work, right? We want to we want to take care of it ourselves." But in one of those quirky schedule things, they don't get to play App State. So it's just the way it goes in those crossover situations.
0: Maybe in the championship game, right?
2: Yes. Yeah, hey, wouldn't that be something? Then yeah. then you have nobody to blame but yourself if you have right. a shot at them. And,
0: right.
2: and we all we've all already acknowledged this is a one bid league. So, Correct. but even even making the just making the NCAA tournament field, Bob, the financial shot in the arm that would be for the Southern Miss athletic department.
0: Oh my word! Yeah.
2: Just yeah, just can't can't even be measured. Just making the field.
0: Right, no question. All right, so, so. the ladies play tonight, and uh, they're – they're at Troy. Seems like we live at Troy. Used to be South Alabama, now seems like it's Troy. Uh, but the ladies play tonight, and uh, we'll be watching that, and then the men, uh, I guess both of them will be back in action over the weekend. All right, Kelly, go yeah. stick around for another segment. We're getting close to championship weekend. I wanted to get your thoughts uh, as we're just a couple of days away.
2: Yeah, we can talk a little bit about that uh, women's series, too, with Troy. It's really interesting. you got two teams with identical records, but Uh, going opposite Uh, directions in the league. We'll talk about
0: that. Yeah, no question. More on the Super Talk Eagle Hour right on the other side of the break. We're glad you're with us. And uh, don't forget, now, D-Bat, great place to take your children for baseball and softball training. Talked to Luke Reynolds yesterday. He's going to be on the show next week. We're looking forward to that. You remember him. He was a dog at third base for the Golden Eagle baseball team. And we're going to talk about media day as well when we come back. Stay with us. Hey, welcome back to the show. I want to remind you, we've got Carly Malden scheduled on the show tomorrow. Patrick McGee, Kelly's working on another guest. Go to try to find the uh, play-by-play voice of Marshall basketball. Let's we'll see if uh, if we can get him on the show. All right, Kelly, we want to get to the NFL. A couple other things, but it is Media Day, and we're a little shorthanded here on our staff, so that's why we weren't there today. But uh, Media Day, kind of the official kickoff of baseball season, and some of the things that you've said on the air and certainly some of the off-air conversations that you and I have had. I have never seen you more optimistic about Southern Miss baseball.
2: No, and, and actually I was ridiculed, you know, I think for the past two years, which is okay. Uh, obviously I'm a big boy and can take it, but it, it always comes on any baseball team. It's, you build your team with strength up the middle, but first and foremost, you've got to have some guys that can throw it, right? You've got to have some pitchers. And and I think talent-wise, from top to bottom, again barring injury, that big piece of the puzzle. This is probably the most talented staff from top to bottom. Now, have they had maybe better starters overall, different years? You know, perhaps have they had stronger bullpens? Perhaps, but I'm just talking about pitcher one through twelve or fourteen or however many they have rostered. These are these aren't just good pitchers; they're great pitchers, and. Coach Ostrander, who's going to have to, you know, will double as pitching coach and, you know, and head coach, which is not anything he's not used to doing, but man, it's it's nice to know that uh, that you've got some options, yeah. and it puts the guys in a really good competitive situation to know that he's not married to any one player, right? right I mean, right. when when you're all that good, you compete with each other for playing time, and um, man, I just I just think. This is really a special pitching staff from top to bottom. I
0: think no question, and we look forward to having Coach Oz on the show every Monday, uh, right after the uh, opening weekend gets underway. He'll be with us uh, throughout the season. Of course, we always look forward to that. All right, big news: Jim Harbaugh wins a national championship, goes out to San Diego, and I, I do get, I do get Kelly that if you're a coach and you can become one of the thirty-two, you know, thirty-two NFL teams, if you're a one of the 32 you have you have reached the pendulum so to speak the mountaintop of a career but Harbaugh, you know he didn't do it for the money he didn't have to prove anything but i just wonder would you you see my heavens you see the alabama head coach retire you see scott berry retire you see jim Harbaugh get out of college football I can't help but wonder how much of this is that these guys do not like the status of college athletics right now.
2: Well, when you talk about basketball, Bob, you can include Mike Shishovsky of Duke. You can include Jim Beheim at Syracuse. Now, yeah, these guys are all in their seventies, right? But still physically fit and very much enjoyed what they were doing. I don't think. I think certainly a big piece of it is the transfer portal and the NIL. And, you know, sources who are close to, to Nick Saban have said, look, I can recruit with the best of them. I just can't spend with the best of them, uh, especially with two teams in his league, Texas A&M and Georgia, uh, and, now and now Texas coming Texas into and the Oklahoma. league. <laughs> right. So, I mean, and, and and what we mean by spend, obviously, is, you know, just frankly, Money for these players to to play college football, and that's what it's going to come down to. And and I and I think too when you when you crunch these numbers, and I don't know if any official research will come out, but I suspect that our friends up in Oxford are going to be certainly in the top five or six when it comes to NIL pool money. Um, and I, I I look for you know in this type of environment, I think Ole Miss is ripe to do very very well. Um, you know, I, I,
0: I cannot disagree. I think they're probably going to be a. I think they're probably going to be a top five team next year when the polls come out, Kelly.
2: Yeah, I think so too. And and kudos to our our staff, Bob. We were among the first to report that Major Applewhite was going to be the next head football coach at South Alabama. He was their offensive coordinator, and has been promoted. So we were correct in what our sources were telling us that uh, Applewhite was going to be the coach. He is. Now the head coach at South Alabama. In NFL news, there's been two moves within the last hour. Dave Canales, the offensive coordinator for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, is expected to be named coach of the Carolina Panthers. So I guess he drew the short straw. (laughs) (laughs) He wound up going to Carolina. And Lions offensive offensive coordinator Ben Johnson, who was kind of the sexy pick for a lot of these teams in the offseason, apparently he has reached a deal to become head coach of the Washington Commanders, another short straw. draw. That's the
0: short uh, straw. That dude got the straw that was so damn short that it wasn't hardly a straw, Kelly.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's going, I don't see a straw in here at all. (laughs)
0: I think I just got tattooed. That's what I think. But he'll
2: be in San Francisco, of course, this weekend trying to beat the 49ers and make – the Lions a Super Bowl participant for the first time in their franchise history.
0: Well, tomorrow we'll talk about your new favorite player, Patrick Mahomes. I know you missed Brady, but Patrick kind of slid right in that little spot in your heart, didn't he, Kelly?
2: Uh, it's in the NFL's heart, I might, I might say. <laughs> um.
0: All right, one more day, Kelly gets the ankle bracelet off, and they'll let him back out in public. Are you going to come back to the studio when you when you're freed? Are the softball players coming back? Well, I can arrange that, Kelly, but but they, they not, seemed a little relieved you weren't here the other day, so I'm not well, sure. Well I was
2: gonna say just just don't tell them I'm coming back.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll never get them back at the studio. <laughs> All right, that wraps us up. We'll be back and wrap up the week tomorrow. Until then, Southern Myth. To the top. Time keeps on slipping,
1: seven, seven into the future.
0: Go to the sea. Fly like a new go, let
2: my spirit carry me. I want to fly like a eagle till I'm a tree. To...
0: A super talk Mississippi hey, yeah. Media Production.